Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I am Chris Witt, and with me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, sir? I'm fantastic, man. How about yourself? I'm good. Coming off a win today, the 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 boys got a dub. Boys got a dub, a tough, tough fought win. Uh, a five to two, ten year old baseball, low scoring, good defense, um, great pitching. Great pitching today. I was going to say, how many walks in that game? Um, I can tell you, but I'm going to guess. So the other team had way more walks than we did. Uh, we had five runs. They on walked one. you guys more than yes. you walked. Yes. We had five runs on three, three hits. So they walked us seven times. We walked them four times. Uh, had a kid who has not pitched yet this year. 15 games, hasn't gotten in at all. And uh, came in in relief in three innings, no hit, one walk. Wow. I think he struck out uh, – he only struck out two in three innings. So we made – played a lot of really good defense behind him. Hard hit balls and played good defense? Um, or, uh... There was two hard hit balls. The rest of them were just regularly hit balls that we just – I mean, yeah. I mean, we you had to make a play. You still got to make a play. So is this kid in the rotation now? Yeah, I, I try to listen. This is tough. It's tough, okay? Uh, I have kids every single day. Can I pitch? When am I pitching next? Am I pitching? Do I pitch? When do I pitch? When am I pitching? Am I pitching next? Everybody wants to pitch, which is awesome. That's so great. Uh, we have 12 kids on the team, and 12 kids can pitch. Hmm. Uh, we probably have you know two, three, four that are – lower on the rotation like they won't pitch as much but they can i mean this kid today came out and this first time he pitched all year and you know be, he, because he has shown in in winter ball and everything that it's that he wasn't very consistent and he's worked really hard uh since then and came out through a gym love that so but that's the thing is that Am I pitching? Can I pitch? I got, I got 12. We got 12 kids here, guys. We have 12 kids that need to pitch. It's not easy. There are some of you that aren't going to pitch as much as others. So it might be three weeks before you see the mountain again. I mean, but I tried to throw this out there. All right. So uh, if you stay ready, then you don't need to get ready. <laughs> you know, who says that. I feel like that was Ray Allen or somebody. Yeah, probably. But right now, the one that I told the boys, thinking it would relate to them perfectly, the EST of the WWE, Bianca Belair. No, oh, okay. the, the women's champion, the raw women's champion. She always says, I stay ready, so I ain't got to get ready. Yeah. Love Bianca Belair. Found out none of the kids watch WWE. Not a single 10-year-old that watches wrestling. What is I watch it when I'm out of town every Monday. I'm flipping back and forth between whatever game is on and raw. That's what I do when I'm out of town on Mondays. And I just got made look a fool with all these 10 year olds. Well, your son watches it, right? I I mean, I'm out of town on Mondays. So he, uh, no, maybe not as much. No, he used to watch it a little bit more, but no. Well, I mean, I know, I don't know. People have been saying that, I think. Uh, but shout out Fresh Princess of Bel-Air or whatever her name was. Yeah, yeah, Bianca. Bianca Bel-Air. Yeah. She's bad. She's bad, dude. Yeah. Like, I'm talking what? stout. Like, that girl is, 
she bench press you over her head five times and then throw you on the canvas. Wow. It seems like women's rest, like the women have, they're, they're wrestlers now just as much as a hundred percent. The women's division is wrestling now. It's not like it used to be like, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell not, you right now, Rick Sable. Flair, Rick Sable and Jack. No, no, no. I mean, Rick Flair's daughter, mm-hmm. Charlotte Flair. Okay. I've heard of her legit. Like, she looks better than most of the men out there. Does, Sells it better. Sells it better than anybody. Does she have an enormous, an enormous rib cage and hot dog skin? No, and, she uh, doesn't. Okay, she doesn't at all. Uh, no, but she does the figure four leg lock. Okay, and then she puts it into the figure eight. Does she do the womb and the strut and all mm, that? She does. The, she's got the outfits when she walks in. Okay, but she doesn't do all that. Good. Yeah. I like that. But she puts you in the figure four and then she does, I think they call it a bridge. Mm-hmm. They put their hands behind them and then like stand, she stands up out of it with her hands on the ground. I don't know how to explain that. A bridge, right? Yeah. Okay. While she's in the figure, while she has somebody in the figure four. Mm-hmm. Pretty slick. Pretty slick. That's mm-hmm. the figure. That's the figure eight. Figure eight. That's what it's called. The figure okay. eight. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because she does a bridge on the I figure I guess. Four. Double it up, bud. You All know right. what I mean? It's sure. the figure four. Let's double it up. Okay. Yeah, I like it. Once again, I feel like you're I, laughing at me for watching no, no. wrestling. No, I just don't, I love I just wrestling don't know anymore because I, I love it. I watch it constantly. I still watch it to this day. I enjoy it. The draft is getting ready to come, uh, starting on starting on Friday, where they draft people to uh, the SmackDown roster or the Raw roster. Oh, yeah. So if you got a belt, they just introduced Triple H just introduced a new belt on Raw the other day. What, what's this one? This is the heavy. This is a new heavyweight championship belt, but the because Roman Reigns has both of whatever belts he has, the Raw and the SmackDown, but he only fights like once every two months. So he said, "This is gonna whoever gets this belt is gonna fight almost every week." Hmm. So, I, the more the more belts you introduce, <laughs> the less championships mean. I feel like. But there's still not a lot of belts. I mean, there's there's probably three belts. There's tag team, there's universal, and then there's heavyweight. I think that's is, it. Is universal the um oh and then there's the United States. Is United he, States. Universal okay. is what Roman Reigns has. Then there's the United States champion. So is one of those what used to be called the Intercontinental? Yeah, I think that's the uh universal champion. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I picture Ultimate Warrior when I think of Intercontinental yes. Champion. Yes. Um, it's a big one. I mean, it's a huge, big belt. That's the second best belt you can get. But even when we were still watching back in the day, they had the hardcore championship, Mm. um, which was always mankind or hardcore Holly. Yeah. And that kind of came out when they, when they made the purchase of, of ECW, when ECW was bought, they came out that hardcore belt to keep the hardcore thing going that's gone uh you know what else was big for a long time was the 24 7 belt oh, i don't know what that is 24 7 you get pinned anywhere 24 7 if you got the 24 7 belt you could be sleeping in your hotel room and somebody sneaks in and pins you and they've got the belt now and it's gone like it's con- you 24 7 you have to defend the belt funniest thing in the entire world the people that were going after it, it was always a big joke it's always funny I haven't seen anybody really going after the 24-7 belt. There's a guy, uh, R-Truth, has the record. He's he's had it like 47 times or something like that, and that's not even a joke. Every time he gets beat, he turns around and gets it like five minutes later. <laughs> it, But 
I haven't seen the 24-7 belt in a while. I think they may have retired the 24-7 belt. Huh. Yeah. You know, some concepts stick and some they're like, hmm. This isn't working. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. Well, I'm now I feel much more educated than I was 10 minutes ago about yeah. the WWE. You want to get with that? We talk wrestling any day of the week. I mean, I'm talking like old school and new school. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Well, that's good. I I can only do old school. I I have no, I have very little knowledge. And no. I every time I see a commercial or something or or some advertisement with somebody, I'm like another guy I've never heard of. Oh, no, apparently, no. a huge star now. Yeah, I mean the biggest stars now. You got Seth Rollins. You know who Seth Rollins is. I've I've I can't picture him right now, but I know I've seen him plenty okay. of times. Seth Rollins is big. I mean, obviously Roman Reigns is Roman Reigns, the Roman main Reigns. the man. Bobby Lashley, well UFC fighter. Yeah, Bobby Lashley is a that dude is a a specimen, mm-hmm. unbelievable, unbelievable. Uh, the uh, speaking of UFC, Brock Lesnar still big. Brock yeah, Lesnar still in there. Saw that. Always He's still big. There's a wrongly uh, dislike that guy. There's a uh, college basketball player who's like seven four. Uh, his name is Umas in WWE. I don't know what his name was when he played basketball, but he's a Nigerian guy or they make him out to be Nigerian. He doesn't talk a lot, but he's a uh, seven foot four. He's a monster. He's getting kind of bigger and bigger. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's a few of them out. Ray Mysterio is still fighting his son now. I think Dominic, I heard that recently. Him and Dominic just got into it and Ray didn't want to beat his boy up, but his boy was being butthead. So you got to do what you got to do. Huh? You got you to gotta put a smack down on Game him. Banking, huh? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's exactly right. The judgment day. There's a bunch of them, dude. It's it's yeah. good. It's good stuff. And then AEW wrestling. I think it's AEW. That Sting is still wrestling. Sting is <laughs> still commercial. Is still big in AEW. Chris <laughs> Jericho is still wrestling in AEW. That's the senior circuit. That's like you remember when Ric Flair started getting flabby titties? <laughs> yeah. Like in 1990. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chris Jericho is that guy now. Sting doesn't take a shirt off. Sting don't take a shirt. He's smart. He's smart. Chris Jericho still wrestles without a shirt on. He got them Ric Flair titties going. <laughs> oh man, that's I'm even when we were, you know, still watching like the early 2000s mm-hmm. or whatever. Some of those guys were starting to get like that back then. Oh, yeah. You know, some oh, yeah. of the older guys were still around a little bit. That was uh, and and those guys are still some of those guys are still going, huh? Sheesh. There you go. Hey, Adam, uh, we didn't plan on talking WWE, no. uh, but let's go ahead and jump into what we always do to start the podcast, which is no longer starting the podcast. Uh, Reese's. What what did you bring this week for our Reese's candy? It's it's getting hard, man. It's to getting find hard. new stuff. It's getting hard. You know, um, I, I have been seeing, though, because you, you know, three, four or five weeks ago, whatever it was now. You had to find in another city uh the Reese's Puffs, the yeah. big cups with Reese's now, they're Puffs. They're starting to come around now. Yeah. yeah. Now they're you now they're to Cincinnati. Yeah. We're always a little behind. Um, and now there's so there are a few different iterations of that. And I always wonder, like, should we really be trying every like the different size, but the same thing we've already tried and that kind of thing? Mm-hmm. I, I'm never sure about that, but if it's not the same thing, then yeah, we and, should. And here's the thing. So this is I have two things because these are miniatures. I'll okay. just spoil All right. that. All right. Um, it, so I wonder though, when they have something in them, in addition to the regular thing, if that, I feel like that could make a difference. The size could make a difference depending on how much is in a bigger one and a smaller one. Mm-hmm. So having said that, 
we have uh, the Pretz, the miniatures with the Pretz, and the miniatures with the Reese's Puff. Wow, I didn't even know they made the minis with these. This is impressive. I'm excited. Let's, super stoked. Uh, super stoked. What are we, we got, starting with here? We got pretzels here. All right, let's start with the pretzels. Get you a couple. Here, I'll yeah. take the bag. I'll take the bag. Let's just go ahead and start with this. Let's, let's pretzels, start with the pretzels. Right? So, so this is a Reese's mini with the foil wrapper. Okay. Uh, like you would get at Halloween, this small individual, but with the pretzel inside. And and it's the the, the purple on the wrapper and the different yellow is uh, throwing me off on the wrapper. It's, it's a, a different pretzel. Yeah, it is a little them. different yellow. Yeah, I totally agree that I don't know what that's all about. But I guess they got to change it up. Adam throws it down. First one in. First bite. First impressions. I can hear the crunch from here. Mm-hmm. What we got? It it's and I think I remember this from the pretzel, the big cup with the pretzels. I don't really taste the pretzel. I just I just taste the crunch. I taste a little bit of salt though. I get a little salt. Do you? Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe I got to go with the second one. Um, yeah, I didn't get a ton of salt. I'm a big uh, I'm a big um. So Twix now has a sea salt caramel twix and uh i'm a big fan of that i like that i like a little salt in that sweet right there you you like salt yeah i know surprising surprising on that (laughs) okay so mini pretzel let's go mini pretzel i got a um nine three yeah i'm nine four delicious Just an extra little, just an extra little crunch on her. And speaking of that, let's go miniatures with the Reese's Puffs. Very excited about this one. Yeah. Oh, and this has got same yellow, but with a um, a brown, a dark brown Reese's Puffs emblem. Okay. So. That'll be a I'm 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 excited for this one because I really like the Reese's Puff. I think I feel like you weren't a big fan of it. Um, I thought I was. I thought I was. Hmm. I have to look back. Maybe you were. We've done so many of these. I can't remember. We have. Uh, so you're down. First bites in. Adam Schmidt. First impressions of the Reese's Puffs mini. Hmm. Really, kind of the. Kind of similar to the pretzel, I feel like. I mean, you taste the crunch, not as not as big a crunch. Not as big a crunch, one. no. But and there's not a whole lot of different I like this better because it's not as much. Okay. I'm gonna go nine six on this. Nine six? Uh-huh. All right. Because uh, it's more of a regular Reese's. Gotcha. That's good. I'm having another one of those. Yeah. You got a whole bag up there, buddy. Keep mm-hmm. munching those all all podcast long if you want. Mm-hmm. I'm going. I think I I think I'm just barely, <clears throat> excuse me, just barely bigger on the pretzel. Going nine two, just under the nine three. Yeah, I like it. All right. Wow, less than the pretzel. Both good though. Okay. All right. So, so Adam. Biggest thing in sports right now is 
NBA playoffs. I know we lose some listeners when we talk NBA, but this is playoff time. And can we all be honest that playoff basketball is so great? Yeah. I mean, obviously, the biggest thing in sports is playoff basketball besides Stanley Cup playoffs. Well, and that's going on right now, too. We'll get to that. Yeah. We'll save that for a little bit later. Yeah. But while we get into that, so on Monday, two fantastic games. I've not watched a ton of the NBA playoffs. I've kept up with it and and, and seen scores and what's going on. But as I watched Raw on Monday night, I flipped back and forth to TNT. They're one station off. It's not just an easy up one, down Ooh. one in the uh, in the hotel room on Monday. Nice. So uh, as, as Triple H comes out and he's talking about the new belt that they're introducing and all this other stuff, I flip out of that. I just want to see the action. Uh, or commercials come for, for the NBA or in between games. I'm, I'm in and out. Is Raw on USA still? Yeah. Is it really? It is still on USA. Wow. So that being said, uh, unbelievable. Jimmy Butler on Monday went off. He scored 20 in the first half, 52 for the game, 20 in two different halves. 20 in the first quarter. That's what I meant, 20 in the first quarter. And then another 20 in in the fourth quarter, 52 for the game. He... 56 sorry 56 yeah that's right because uh 54 was his is his personal record and he broke his personal regular season anything record my favorite part about jimmy butler in that game is free throws i believe he was 14 to 16 or 13 he missed two free throws but it was it was like 13 to 15 or 14 to 16 something like that he shot him well and he hit i mean he missed one out of eight in the last two minutes of that game. And he was, that's what I love. He, it, he played the closer role. He made two of the biggest threes. They're losing. And he hits two of the biggest threes of the game back-to-back with less than three minutes in the game. And Jan, okay, here's my question for you. Here's a question. Giannis Antetokounmpo out the game before that. Uh, the That morning they say he's going to play. Uh, he had a little back injury. It wasn't. It wasn't anything super severe. He didn't. You could see he was kind of uncomfortable. He was standing up a lot when he was out. Blah blah blah, blah blah blah. I just blah blah blah. It. That's okay. Okay. Um, end of the game. Jimmy Butler is everything on offense and guarding Giannis Antetokounmpo on defense. Giannis is not guarding. The the defensive player, the best defensive player in the league, Giannis Antetokounmpo, has got defensive player of the year before. I'm not saying he's the best defender in the league. I'm just saying he's gotten it. He's a great defender. Is not guarding Jimmy Butler at the end of that game. Yeah, I, that that's the thing. The Bucks have like three of the best defenders in the league. I mean, um, uh, Brooke Lopez was a finalist, I think, for the defensive player of the year. Um, Drew Holiday. Is one of the best defense. Drew Holiday struggled. Yeah. Struggled. But when Jimmy, but when, when you got a guy that's that hot, they talk about heat checks all the time. Like, oh, is this going to be a heat check? And they shoot up with a throw up a three from half court and miss it every time. 
Jimmy Butler was hitting those. I know when he was having these heat check moments, and and probably his weakest, the weakest part of his game might be three point shooting. Yeah, and he and was he was making knocking them down. Um, so that was fun. And then uh, the nightcap in that was the Lakers game. Tried to watch most of that. I started to fall asleep in the fourth quarter. Um, woke up as the end of the game came up, and it went into overtime. And then they took care of business in overtime. Um, to go up 3-1 against the Grizzlies in that, uh, although they just lost today, so now it's 3-2. Mm-hmm. Um, Lakers over Grizzlies. What? What? Just throwing all those things out there because those are the only games I watched. How do you want to start this playoff stuff? Let's go right from that. I'm telling you, do not let the Grizzlies win game six. No, they cannot win game six. <laughs> they cannot. They can't. I mean, you've got Anthony Davis and, and LeBron James, who Anthony Davis is just not having good games. He's just not playing great basketball. LeBron is doing everything he can to hand this torch over to AD, and it's like AD doesn't even want it. He's had, he's had a couple of decent games. He had like thirty one and nineteen tonight, or something like maybe. So he had a good game tonight. I didn't. I didn't. I, we had baseball tonight, and I didn't get into. I didn't even he, listen to it until the fourth quarter. And I, I think he's. I think he's leading the playoffs in block shots per game. Okay, he's getting like four or five well, block shots a game. Normal like for that. him. That's what he does. But when he had thirteen the other night, he yeah, had thirteen, thirteen points. Mm-hmm. You, you, Anthony Davis should be getting you twenty and ten. 20 and 15 every night. You sound exactly like Shaq. Is that what he said? <laughs> he just said every every good big. He's like, you gotta get 20 and 20 and 15 every night. Like, I mean, if you're going to be that, you need yeah. to, and you're the leader of the team. LeBron's old. Look, Dil, uh, is it Dylan Brooks? <laughs> yeah. Dylan Brooks, you've said it straight up. You're old. How about okay? Let's do this. Let's ask. Let me ask you this question. We're gonna go all over the place. Dylan Brooks. Comes out, calls him old, talking all this stuff to LeBron. They come, LeBron comes out, or the Lakers come out and win game two. And and LeBron doesn't go for 40. He plays his game, doesn't fall into the trap. Yeah. Dylan Brooks doesn't talk to the media. Then they win again on Monday. And LeBron walks up. They got video of him walking up to Dylan Brooks pregame, talking to him. Don't know what was said. Got an idea what was said. Again, Dylan Brooks is like, I think was like five of 18 over two games or something like that. Just not playing, not being anything on offense, getting kicked out of games on defense, like not being a factor. Doesn't talk to the media. And then blames the media on what they're saying he's the villain. They're making him out to be a villain. But how do you feel about it? Do, do you need to does he need to embrace what he's already started? Or are you okay with him not talking to the media? How do you feel about this? If you're going to be the one that comes out to the media and says all these things, then you lose game two and then blame the media for you being a villain. And that's why you got kicked out. And then not talk to him after game three or game four. Patrick Beverly does the same thing. Draymond Green does the same Draymond thing. Draymond Green talks to the media every he he's going to talk and he's going to be he 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 mans up for the stuff. Yeah. He talks. I I don't I disagree with uh, maybe Patrick Beverly. I'm only but not Draymond Green. I'm only saying I'm not even talking about talking to the media. I'm just talking about 
doing the villain thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, no, no, no. And, yeah. and not, but they embrace it. Both of them embrace it. This dude, I, like, I think Dylan Brooks embraces it too. I then do. why is he not saying anything about it? And now, why did all of a sudden is he tight lipped? I'm, I'm sure it's a combination of being frustrated about losing and because he might be realizing, like, I'm becoming a distraction now for everybody. Like, it, we need to. That doesn't we, bother Draymond Green. Right. It doesn't bother him. But I, I, I and I have no idea. I, I don't know Dylan Brooks or anything like that. But I, I, it, maybe that's it. Maybe he's like, you know what? There's just going to be all these questions about me and LeBron and me trash talking and getting kicked out of games. I'm, I'm, I'm I don't want to talk about that stuff right now. We're in the middle of a playoff series and it's, it's, you know, I'm going to do what I'm going to do in games, but I don't want it to become this, you know, an even bigger thing now in the media. And so I, I, I'm guessing. And then, then if he made a comment about blaming the media for, you know, showing him as a villain or whatever, then I'm sure that has a factor in it too. He's like, all right, I'm not going to, I said something about the media, you know, blaming the media or whatever. Now I'm going to have to face them and we just lost and I'm frustrated. Maybe it was best that he didn't. Maybe that was, I don't know, but uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's kind of fun to follow all that stuff, but also I, I just care a lot more about what happens in the game, you know? Um, all right. So eight points, two rebounds for Dylan Brooks tonight. Yeah. I mean, he's going to, he'll give you a little bit. He's not a huge numbers guy or anything, but he'll play. I mean, he was scoring 18 really, a night. Oh, well, he'll, he, he's more of a defensive player for sure. And he embraces that certainly. Um, and he's the, he's the guy that's going to try to get under your skin and, and he's going to get into little scuffles all the time. And that yeah, kind of thing. That's and, not who he is. He says the media makes him out to be that way. Well, that's, uh, if you watch Dylan Brooks throughout the season, I don't need the media. Not, do I? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's not the media at all. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I mean, all that stuff is, is going to end it's, soon anyway. And then, but you know, oh, if, if oh, the Grizzlies, was that you calling the Lakers? No, no. I'm just saying no, because it's game six coming up. So yeah. in the next few days, that series is going to be over no matter who wins. Okay. Um, but I, I'm, in fact, I'm saying if Memphis wins game six, Memphis is going to win the series. Wow. Because it's going to go back to game seven is going to be in Memphis. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, uh, not a guarantee or anything like that, but I don't know. Don't let Are them they do it. They're not doing the um, two, two, one, one thing. Are they still doing that? It two, is. two, one, one, one. Yeah. Yeah. Not two, three, two. Right. It's two, two, one, one, one. That's right. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, game six will be in LA and uh, I mean, game seven would be in Memphis. Yeah. If they need you got to do it. You got to take care of business in LA for sure. Got to take care of business. Yeah. And for that's, I mean, plus that's, that's, I mean, that's damn near cross country flight for, for these guys. I mean, Memphis is in the, is in the West, but their time zone is central. Yeah. So, and they're not far from the East right? when it comes to that. So anyway, that's besides the point. All right. So uh, next up, what do you got? Um, Let's go. So that Bucks heat. You mentioned Jimmy Butler and Giannis. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miami was surprisingly up three one, but 
Giannis played like 11 minutes in game one and he missed the next two games. So he game four was his first game back. Yep. He's barely played at all in this series uh, because of his, his injury. But third um, quarter right now and the Bucks are up by away. Uh, 16. Yeah. Um, just a few minutes ago, it was like a three point game. Yeah. Uh, so this is the same thing that happened at the end of the third quarter in the Lakers game. Yeah, it was a it was a five point game. And next thing you know, it was a 20 point game. Yeah. So uh, the Bucks, you know, if they hold on long way to go, hold another quarter here. Um, but if the Bucks hang on, they make that three, two and that would go. So game back six, to Miami. Yeah. Game six would be in Miami. So Miami will have another chance to to close the series out, you know, if they don't come back in this one and be able to do that at home. And Miami's been man, especially missing Tyler Hero. Yeah, they've been good the last few games. I mean, they've been really good in this series. Um, If it's going to take Jimmy Butler scoring 56, though, don't count on that. No, again, he's going to drop 35. I could see him dropping 35 or even 40, maybe, because he's going to demand attention and he's going to he'll force it. He'll force it. Mm -hmm. Um, Yep. But I don't know. They they've had. I still, I still got the bucks. I still got the bucks. I even being down three one, and they're up sixteen points right now, going into the fourth quarter. Um, I like the bucks in this game. Put them down one game. I still think the bucks are a better team. I do not, too. But, the, but the, it's the Heat, man. The Heat do what they do. They're they're really good defensively. They've got a couple guys that can score. They have one absolute superstar, especially in playoff time. Yeah. So. Who knows? And and I mean, I don't know if Eric Spolstra Eric Spolstra gets enough credit. I feel like he's been getting way more credit over the past like three, four years than the time that when he first started and, and he was with D Wade and LeBron and all that, and it was his first year in Miami. Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, it's just the team he has, but he has I feel like the last three, four years, he's starting to get the 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 reputation in the league and in the media as one of the top three coaches in the NBA. I think he's proven it. Yeah, yeah that's it, that's sure. the whole thing. I mean, he's he was a shot away from being in the NBA Finals. Uh, he was in the NBA Finals again. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it two years ago? Three years ago? When was that? Who was it last year? Was that the uh, bubble? Was it did the Lakers beat the Heat? That might have the been bubble? the Heat in the bubble. Yeah, maybe that was it. Um. So yeah, but he yeah he he's taken another team post LeBron era to the finals, and they've been they've been a good team. They've been a solid team, uh, pretty much every year, um, and one of the best defensive teams always too. Always, so, always. Uh, speaking of defensive teams, defensive coaches, um, the New York Knicks have won a playoff series. Four games, they won a playoff series. Uh, as the five seed over the four seed Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, who 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 brought in um, Donovan Mitchell this year, and and were playing great basketball. I mean, they were really good. And this team, I'm ever the joke is is New York fans are like treating this like they just won the the finals, right? Yeah. They haven't done anything in twenty years. So this is it's I'm I'm happy for New York because when the Knicks are good. The NBA is good. It's just like it. It's it's or not not the NBA is. It, well, how do you say it? It's like when the Yankees are good. That's a good thing for Major League Baseball. 
because you love or hate the Yankees, right? When the Dodgers are good, you love or hate the these big teams are good, then it makes that brand better because people want to watch it. Not necessarily just to see them win, but maybe also to see them lose. So a big brand like the Knicks, when they're winning, that's a good thing for basketball. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's exciting for for Knicks fans for sure. Um I was wrong about this one. I picked the Cavs in this series. I really so thought they would beat them. Um, and then I, I did see in tonight's game, um, Julius Randle left with an injury. So we'll see what that looks like in the next few days mm-hmm. and uh, going into the next round. Um, let's go to the, the I think, the only series that's 2-2 now. Um, this Kings-Warrior series is becoming really good. Well, the joke was... Everybody wanted to be the sixth seed so they could play the Kings, who were the two seed. That was the joke going into the playoffs. And I, I say joke, but it, it almost seemed like it was real. Like the Lakers wanted it. Golden State wanted to sit. All these teams wanted to be the sixth seed mm-hmm. so they could play a, a, a unproven Sacramento Kings team. That's right. And this Sacramento Kings team, we talked about it last week. They are quiet. They are just all around good. They've got great team. They've got a great bench. They've got a ton of Kentucky kids. Yeah. But uh, De'Aaron Fox and uh, Malik Monk and these guys are, they, they just, they play well together. And they are currently tied. I believe they're beating right now. Are they winning right now? Uh, Golden State's up one. They're up one. So it's, it's basically a tie game. Right now, is it halftime? Getting into halftime? Uh, start of the third quarter. Start of the third quarter. So, <clears throat> interested to see how this game goes. But this Kings team is good, dude. Like, yeah, they people don't give them credit. They're number two in the West for a reason. Yeah, because they're good. Yep. Um, and they went up 2-0 in this series, and then the Warriors came back and tied it, and and that's very exciting because I'm rooting like heck for the Warriors. I want to see one last uh, what feels like probably one last run if if this warriors team does make a run to the finals again and this is a dynasty can we say that this is a dynasty easily me. i mean people talk about dynasties all the time and it, and you know i don't know how i don't think it's loosely used like some words are like goat is is kind of loosely used dynasty i mean this this team is a dynasty i mean 10 years now yeah they've 10 won years four championships they've been to the finals Ten years, five times, six times in ten years, six times, or six times, five or six times in ten years. I mean, that's a dynasty, yep. and it's the same, the same big three, right? Did they have KD for a couple of years? Sure, but it's it's Draymond, it's Clay, and it's Steph. Yeah, yeah, and I, I'll tell you, it was really cool. Um, I don't know if it was after the last game or or in between days or whatever. I think it was. It might have been after last game. Um, they, the media asked Clay uh, in the press conference after the game something about Steph, and he like spoke for a couple minutes about Steph, like how much he means to him and how much he, like how much he's so grateful that he gets to watch Steph Curry every day, the way he works and prepares, and what kind of guy he is, and what what a family guy he. Is. It was so cool to listen. Like he was like really articulate about how impressed he is with Steph I got after all these years especially still feeling that way it's so cool I think it's so I hope to God that Steph Curry is as good a person as he puts off Mm -hmm. 
and it like the family guy they i mean there's there's been a running joke that him and his wife were had an open marriage and all this stuff like that like i don't know i don't care don't care but i hope to god with the way he is with his kids awesome and and with his wife as well like she's involved in commercials and stuff like that with him i hope to god that dude is really is cool and and good me too because when though like good people that are that good and try like it doesn't happen a lot because you got to have a certain mindset to be a killer in a game yeah right and that usually makes you kind of in uh, kind of a a, a d bag outside of the game michael you, jordan yeah 100% <laughs> i mean he was he was that during the game during I mean, kobe bryant wasn't exactly kobe a bryant. saint <laughs> you know what i mean it's, their teammates off the didn't court. like them <laughs> their teammates didn't like them off the court they had issues like yeah. there's plenty of stuff so i don't know i just i i hope to god that that's one of those good stories where it's like this dude's just the greatest shooter to ever live mm-hmm. and he's also a great person yeah he's just fun to watch and he's those the likable guys are you like to root for them even harder because because they're likable people yeah um so anyway yeah i i just thought that was really cool to to listen to clay talk about that um it's gonna be i mean we're you know this we might finish this podcast before that game's over but game five when a series is tied two two there's nothing better Nothing it's better. a huge game. I mean, it, it it's not must win, but it feels must win. Yeah. Yep. Um, real quick, we'll go. Uh, Sixers closed it out, swept the Nets. Uh, they move on. We both thought that would happen pretty easy. Yeah. So now uh, they're waiting to see who. And so let's go to Celtics Hawks. Um, Celtics are up 3-2, but the Hawks have already extended this series once. Unbelievable, right? Like, nobody, this was thought to be over after game two. Mm-hmm. And they continue to fight back. Uh, and and uh, what's your boy's name for the Hawks? Trey Young. Trey Young. Trey Young with his freezing cold thing. I don't get it. Doesn't make any sense to me. But dude's always cold and shivering and and warming himself up. Like ice water in his veins, I think, or something like that. And we can someone please introduce Trey Young. He should be on a Hims commercial, right? It doesn't Hims do hair hair stuff. Yeah. I mean, Hims does all kinds of stuff. They need to sign this dude up, get him a full head of hair, and then put him on Hims commercials. Whatever he does to his hair makes it look like he has a lot, unless you he's see it at certain angles. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand what he's doing with his hair. We've talked about this before. He's not I serious. Don't sir. get it. <laughs> get don't stop. Just stop doing whatever you're doing is not working. Don't do it anymore. Yeah, I can't take it. That's the ugliest <laughs> thing in the world. He looks like a rat. <laughs> I, I, and yeah. I and I love his game. It got. I shouldn't say I love it. I like his game. I'm I'm not a big fan of of chucking up shots from the logo and stuff like that when you're already 0 for 5. You know what I mean? Like I'm not a big fan of that. But um the 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 dude's a great basketball player. He's got great handles. He's he 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 does everything. He he's really good. Yeah. Um so that uh you know, Celtics Hawks, Celtics are up so the Celtics have a chance to to close it out in game 6. Um but the Sixers await that series. So if the Hawks win game six, that extends that even further, gives Joel Embiid and whoever else is ailing from nagging injuries on the Sixers yeah. a chance to heal a little bit more because yep. Embiid did miss a game in that series. Yeah. 
Um, and he's always banged up. So good chance big for him to get. Yeah. Um, so then nice and easy real quick. Nuggets closed out the Timberwolves and the Suns closed out the Clippers. So now Nuggets Suns is our first. Is this the I, is this the Suns championship to lose? I don't know because I I don't know about that anymore. You know because Denver uh, Denver swept. Did they, no, Timberwolves won a game, but they were the the Nuggets are the one seed. They won that series in five. I, I think they're good enough to probably beat Phoenix, but Phoenix is good enough to beat anybody. They've got, but but, but Phoenix's bench. Oh, I wish I remembered. I thought I heard something today. Right? Yeah, they've scored the least amount of points in a first round or in any playoff series in history. The least amount of points by a bench. That's it's the price you pay for Kevin Durant. <laughs> I get. I mean, I guess so. But you got and and Devin Booker, who might be playing better than is playing better than Kevin Durant right now. Yeah, he's he's putting up big, big, big numbers. And yeah, the, I, then they have seventy one between the two of them yesterday yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Um. So I I mean, by asking that question, do you feel com- really confident that the Suns are going to beat the Nuggets? In it's, I'm going to tell you right now, it's an injury. The Suns are an injury away from being terrible. The Suns are. They're one injury away from not being a good team, right? I mean, KD gets. They don't have a bench already. Oh, KD right. or Devin Booker get hurt. Yeah, I mean, I you, mean, they still have Booker and Paul. Still they still have the somebody one. and Paul, mm-hmm. or if Paul gets hurt. But you're already doing it with no bench now, and now you you're down one more star player. Who's going to take those minutes, and how how good are those minutes going to be used? I feel like they have a better chance if one of those guys gets hurt than the Nuggets do if Jokic got hurt. Oh, that's for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. That's yeah. I yeah I, I agree with that because. Each, I mean, each team would still have a star. Jokic literally walks out, drops 30, 15, and 12. Yeah. Like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. It's it's so amazing to watch that guy play. Just the way he moves or barely moves, or but he's like way more athletic than he looks like, and or he's just either he or he's smarter than everybody Deductively else or athletic he's hiding his athleticism I, I think maybe he's just he's really good coordination like hand-eye coordination or something yeah um i, I mean I, I can watch the guy pass the ball all day long i don't know what i think about yet in that series i think uh phoenix will probably be the the favorite i would say maybe going in although i don't know just seed wise, maybe they won't be ve- through Vegas. Whoever but... wins that, are they in the finals? Of... Oh, maybe not. They're in the Western Conference Finals if they win that. But uh, I'm saying, would they? Yeah, I, I was going to say, are they the best team in the West? But the Lakers, obviously. Are. I, I, well, yeah. If the Lakers win the first round series, I mean, they could maybe. But then they got to be either the Warriors or Kings. It's two games in a row that the Lakers did not have not had good shooting nights. I mean, they they're held under 100 points. I mean, they won on Monday, but I mean, they scored a hundred and what twelve in overtime. Like mm-hmm. you, they're not scoring the way they should. Yeah, um, and you play a team like the Suns, you're gonna have to score. 
for sure yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah you if you're that. not shooting you're done yeah yep um okay I, I i think i mean we've gotten through all the first round series i don't know what to think yet about nugget suns in the second round um so maybe we'll talk more about that next week when the rest of the series the first round series are finished um we'll cover the second round the the conference semifinals and uh i don't know i'm i'm that's all I've got on that stuff unless you've got anything else for NBA playoffs. I have nothing for the NBA playoffs left. No, I think we're good, bud. Then uh, I th- we could go on to Mount Rushmore, right? Let's go to the Mount Rushmore. There, in, there has been 52 number one overall picks in the NFL draft. Mm. 52. From those 52 people, Adam, mm-hmm. you have to pick your top four. Are you prepared to do so? I am. I I did what I've been doing uh, mostly lately and picking the the three and then leaving the last one to pick. Oh, even better. I like that. Okay. All right. All right. So, Adam Schmidt, get us started. Who is your Mount Rushmore of number one overall picks? Uh, I'm going to start with one of my favorite athletes to ever live. Okay. In 1986, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, not not Big Daddy Dan Wilkerson? It's not him. Oh, okay. okay. It's not him, but I did see his name on the list mm-hmm. and I had a little chuckle. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers <clears throat> selected Bo Jackson out of Auburn. Yes. Yes. And uh, that and Bo said, Nope, I'm gonna stay in college. Yeah. <laughs> and then he went on to play for the Raiders and and uh the Bengals ended his athletic career basically yep. after that. But uh Bo Jackson was just, was just so exciting in the 90s to watch run uh for you know 120 yards on Sunday and uh you know hit a hit a 500 foot home run. You know, the next later, later. exactly. Um, so I'm going Bo Jackson. Uh, next one I'm going with probably my favorite quarterback ever in the NFL in 1998. Pate, the Indianapolis Colts selected Peyton Manning. So I was just listening to an interview with Ryan Leaf the other day. My other favorite quarterback, Ryan Leaf. Uh, Ryan Leaf is is a fun inter is is a fun guy to hear talk. Uh. Ryan Leaf was was a 50-50 shot of being an Indianapolis Colt. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were people in the Colts organization that wanted Ryan Leaf. And Ryan Leaf said it doesn't matter who I would have played for, the same thing would have happened. I He said that he was a – anyway, that's besides the point. So, yes, there you go. Cool. I like it. Peyton Manning. Um, number three, I'm going with uh, an, an all-time great – lineman okay orlando pace oh i love me some orlando pace 1997 number overall pick to the rams out of the ohio state university um he's a hall of famer yeah that's all i gotta say about it yep there you go uh number four let me tell you that I've got uh, one, two, three, four, five, six guys written can i ask you is oj Simpson on the list. Orenthal James Simpson is on the list. Wow. 
Okay. Juice box. He's on the list. Like uh, I'll tell you, along with Troy Aikman, John Elway, Earl Campbell, Terry Bradshaw, and Bruce Smith. Okay. Those like are the that. guys that I've No Ed Tall jones No Eli Manning. No Matt Stafford. Okay. Didn't okay. put him on there. Thought about Cam Newton. Nope. Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. No, Drew Andrew Bledsoe. Luck. Okay, okay, okay. Jim Plunkett? No. Carson Palmer? The only other guy I thought of was Paul Horning. That's a great one. Paul Horning was a Um, ridiculous athlete. uh, Yeah, I feel like especially at Notre Dame. Yeah. I'm going with my fourth uh, Mount Rushmore. I'm going to take – I'm going to take John Elway. Taking John Elway. Taking John Elway, won a couple of chips. uh, And was, was drafted by the Colts. Yes. In 83. That's exactly right. Did not play for traded off. Yep. Kind of like Eli Manning. Yeah. Um, all right. So I like that. That sounds good. I I am going to uh so so name your four again. Who are they? Peyton Manning, Orlando Pace, Bo Jackson, John Elway. I like it. All right. So I'm putting number one on mine, probably somebody that's probably almost last on the actual list. Kajana Carter. Kajana Carter. Carter is my favorite ever number one overall pick. I, I really loved Kajana Carter. Uh, obviously, you had a jersey, you? I did. Have, I, we've told the story before. I had a jersey and I put duct tape on the back of it and just kept writing guys named number th- or Rudy name, Johnson, number 32, Ben Jarvis, Green Ellis, just a, one after the net, one after the other. Um, so, uh, Corey Dillon was 28, I believe. Uh, but yeah, most of them are 30. My, like the Bengals have had a 32 forever. So Kajana Carter, yes. Uh, our uh, cousin Eric was on the was on the podcast. Uh, Penn State guy played ball at Penn State Altoona, and uh, you know, and actually has Rudy Rudy Johnson in it. Rudy Johnson that's not Kajana Carter. Rudy Johnson is another 32, though, that I had on that jersey. Um, had it has Kajana Carter's number now. Like Kajana uh-huh. Carter sells cleaning supplies to to him uh at Penn State University. So there you go. Uh so I'm going Kajana Carter number one. I'm not putting Bo Jackson on there. Okay. Because I Bo Jackson never played that he didn't play the year he got drafted. I'm not, yeah. I, I don't know how I feel about that. I gotcha. Um Peyton Manning, for sure. Peyton Manning's got to be there, right? Um, Peyton Manning's on there for me. You got guy. I mean, there's a lot of good ones, man. Troy Aikman, and you said uh, John Elway. Bruce Smith was a number one overall pick. Uh, I'm I'm trying to go against the grain here, though. I want to go a little uh, uh, against the grain. Yeah. You're and gonna, you're gonna pick Terry Bradshaw just because he has the same haircut as Hulk Hogan. I'm not taking Terry Bradshaw. Oh, that is okay. for sure. All right. Um, all right. So uh, I'm not going big daddy, Dan Wilkerson. Although when we took him, when the Bengals took him with the number one overall pick, he was on sports illustrated and all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. I was pretty pumped up. Like I thought this dude was going to be legit greatest defensive lineman to ever walk the face of the earth. Yeah. Didn't turn out that way again. Didn't turn out that way. <laughs> uh, but I will say Carson Palmer. Yeah. Carson Palmer was phenomenal for the Bengals and took us, into a it took the Bengals to a level we hadn't been at in 30 years, 20 years in 20 years mm-hmm. took us to the playoffs. Uh, yeah, I, the way he left sure kind of sucked, but I didn't I'm, blame him either. No, nobody. I don't think anybody really ever actually blamed him. Like nobody was ever really upset. 
Uh, number three, I'm going with none other than the dog fighter himself, Michael Vick. I thought about putting him Love on. Michael Vick. Michael Vick, the left-handed missiles that would come out of his shoulder yep. were on the run, throw absolute darts left-handed. Love that. Yeah. Uh, Mike Vick is going to be number three for me. And so I'm with you. The the last one's kind of tough, right? Like there's, there's just a whole lot of people that are kind of the same. So I, I really thought Jameis Winston was going to be the real deal. I talk about it all the time when I have NFL, when we, when I'm in drafts, like I always want to take Jameis Winston is my second quarterback. Cause I still believe there's a little something there that has to, that has to come out. It has to be really good. Um, but in the end, in the end, I'm going to have to go with old horse mouth. John Elway. Old horse mouth. I mean, come on. Dude's got the biggest set of teeth you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, and he played for a team whose mascot was a horse. Yeah, I mean, it fit in perfectly. Yeah. yeah. Saga old horse mouth. <laughs> All right, good job. Um, Let me see. I'm guessing that Leanne Morgan's favorite number one overall pick is whoever, um, whomever the uh, the uh, Tennessee Titans have ever selected number one. Have the Tennessee Titans ever taken a number one pick? I don't know that. Yeah, it's tough to say. Steve McNair? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, Leanne Morgan. Leanne Morgan, Tennessee girl. Uh, that's who the who our comedy special is this week. Um, I'm every woman mm-hmm. was the name of it. Uh, <laughs> I'll let you go first. Let's 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 talk out Leanne Morgan. Let's talk it out together. Let's when, talk it out together. Okay. When she came, first impressions, just like uh, Reese's. Yeah. First impressions when she came out. Or I saw her, uh, you know, her the 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 thumbnail or whatever, uh-huh. and then she came out. I'm like, hmm, I don't know. I don't remember seeing this lady do stand up before. That, yeah, I was um, thinking the same thing. I, I feel like maybe I've heard the name somewhere. That's what I was but, thinking. Yeah, but so anyway, she came out, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, okay. I immediately, I'm like okay, maybe this is going to be okay. And then she started talking and I'm like, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to get through this. Uh, In the beginning, I literally thought this might be the word like this. I don't know that this lady's ever done stand up before. That's what I was thinking. I don't know. How did she get a Netflix special? I don't know that she's ever done this before. It got better. It got, it definitely got better. It got better. Her, her accent went from, yeah, went from oh geez, I'm gonna have to listen to this for an hour to this is hilarious. I love <laughs> she got the some weird. Theo Vaughn stuff going, right? <laughs> Here's my thing that I love about thick accents like that. Like smart people with deep south accents. I like that. She seems like she's smart because they 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 say things and it's like, oh, she's smarter than she sounds. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Like they've got their regular twang and the words they use, but a little smarter than they sound. I, 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 that was fun for me. Yeah, I liked it. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, some of those words, oh my goodness. I mean, the thickest, the oh. thickest twang. Um, and then she would say that word three times in a row yeah. with that twang. Ones, yuns, yuns, yeah. no, whatever. Y'all, just everything's y'all, uh, y'all, y'all darlings, little darling. Oh, I'm telling you these little darlings. Everything was little. Darlings, little, little, my little, little, my little dad, my, my little, my, my little, little mammy, my little mammy, mommy, mama, my little mama. <laughs> little mama little daddy she was uh but i'm you're 100 percent on the money with it got better i mean she by the end of this thing i'm like man this was pretty good she did she's she's definitely funnier than i thought she was going to be for sure and she i mean she really did a pretty good job and she some of some of it wasn't even necessarily like that she wrote great jokes but she just used the right words in the right spots. Yeah. Along timing. With, yeah. That's the timing, right? It didn't have to be great jokes. It was timing with the words she used with that draw. And she was in Lexington, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like she was in New York and people were laughing at her accent. She's in Lexington, Kentucky. Like that, that accent, I go, I know like that accent is all over Lexington, Kentucky. Yeah. 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 Um, she, <laughs> uh, yeah, she it was funny. It was it was funny to hear her. She would like use misdirection sometimes too, I feel like. Oh yeah. And it and it was that's really good. I mean, that's that's great cuz she did that along with the accent and it was like that that made whatever her punchline was funnier. And it made it I, I like the the every woman. Like literally, it was like the every woman jokes. It was jokes that every middle-aged woman She's just saying everything every middle-aged woman's probably thinking. You know what I mean? And, and you know what? She she talked about like pretty much everything, it, like intimate stuff, but she wasn't dirty. Like Not most of the little comedians bit, yeah. we watch, especially the, a lot of the female comedians now are dirtier than a lot of the male comedians. Absolutely. Now. And and she really did a good job of. I have more and more of an appreciation for really good comics who are also clean now. Yeah. And I also like this, the big J Okerson's of the world. Sure, stuff. I adore those guys, but, but the, the <laughs> Leanne Morgan, the way she did it, the Nate Bargatze, Nate Bargatze, I was exactly one thing. The yeah. Nate Bargatze, like that stuff though, to be that funny. And it, it, it really emphasizes timing. It emphasizes joke telling mm-hmm. because you don't have the shock factor in dropping five F bombs in a row or whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. So I definitely appreciated that about it too. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I went, uh, I went 3.8 on this. Wow. That 3. might be a little low. That's, that's good. That's good. I don't know that it's low. I, I don't think that the whole thing was, I, like I said, in the beginning, it was kind of rough. She seemed a little nervous sure. in the beginning. I'm sure. Um, she, you know, the, the just all the jokes I thought were really good. I went three six. Okay, we're right there. We're close, and now you're making me think that maybe even mine was low. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I don't feel like it was a four. Like I was snickering, and and I kind of was gig like it was, you know, throughout it. But I would, you get a to get a four. I got to be pretty much consistently laughing. Yeah. I was appreciating it more and more as it went on. As it I went. wasn't necessarily laughing hard or anything, yeah. but in a lot of stories, like for me as a as a married man of fifteen years with three kids, 
a lot of it was kind of fun for me, right? Because yep. she's telling stories about her kids with little babies and and her growing up, you know, being a, a stay-at-home mom with these babies and the oh my god, the McDonald's story. That I was that one I was laughing hard at. Yeah, my kids love the balls, and all of a sudden they just be playing around and dirty diaper just float on by. Like I was ah, I found a chicken nugget. Oh. <laughs> that was so great. One of yeah. them pooped in the tube. Pooped in the tube. She had to go on up and get it. I had to go on up and get it. Oh, so good. Man. Never said she cleaned the tube. I know. Said, I noticed that. I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> she grabbed her baby up. And I, was all uh, I ain't cleaning that poopy tube. That's what they get paid for. Yeah. And they sure don't. Um, <laughs> no, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I mean, we we both rated it. Mm-hmm. There it is. Good job, Leanne Morgan. Definitely, I was it was uh I was pleasantly surprised by the end of that. By the end of it, Hunter, I totally agree with that. In the beginning, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be an hour lost. I, I, it's I an thought, hour. This is gonna be an hour of my day lost. I thought this is going to be. This might be one of those things that is specifically for middle aged to older white women from the south yeah like that's it like they're the only people that would get anything and but a lot she of did it so good. a lot of it no it was was but she did a good job yeah. of not making it so like that it's totally unrelatable to everybody else yeah exactly yeah. i totally agree totally agree great job i i think it's great i i suggest watching it get through the first five minutes ten minutes and you'll be fine yeah you'll be yep. fine yeah all right I mean, we've got to pick a couple things for next Perry, week. Perry, peripausal, perimenopausal. I can't remember what that <laughs> word was. Yeah. But I thought she meant pre-menopausal. That's what I kept thinking, but she said the same thing five times. Yeah. And it even came up on the, uh, on the, yeah, cause you, I, you look, cause, cause, cause sometimes that deep Southern accent is just as bad as being, being from England. I need that closed <laughs> captioning on the bottom. <laughs> Absolutely. It is kind of a similar uh, accent. I put closed captioning on almost everything I watch now. I think it's just, I think I, Turn it on for something. All you gotta do is turn it off one thing; it never and goes I, away. Yeah, yep. I've never turned it back off. Yep. Um. All right, we've got Mount Rushmore and comedy for next week. Yep. All right, so I already know what you are choosing. For okay. I mean, am I wrong? I mean, probably not. Yeah. I. I mean, after I got done watching this this special, I went, oh, all right, that's Adams. Okay, I know what we're doing for comedy. Yep. Uh, it's going to be on Netflix. Yep. Um, I'll let you say that uh, while I contemplate what the Mount Rushmore is going to be. Uh, his first special, one of the one of the greats, one of the current greats, first special since going to rehab twice since the pandemic. Since becoming a father for the first time, since getting divorced, uh, a lot has happened in this guy's life over he, the last few years. Wait a minute. He didn't just have a special a year and a half, two years, right after the, because remember, there was a big, one of the jokes was about him breaking up with his drug dealer and his drug dealer finding out that his drug dealer was only selling him drugs because uh, his drug dealer was only selling him drugs because he didn't want him to get drugs from bad people. Like he said, I'm not even a drug dealer. I was just trying to help you. So you didn't die getting some, you know, there was a, maybe now I, I, I there was a, he had always, a, he had a special since he went into rehab. Okay. 
Okay. Maybe not since the divorce. I mean, the divorce was basically right when I had a rehab. It right. was basically right as it, I think he had a special right out of rehab. Okay. I think we did it on the show. Well, I'm sure show. we did. If you had one, I'm sure we did. Because I thought the play or the whatever that thing was, was terrible. Oh, are you talking about Oh Hello? Yeah, that was terrible. But then he had an actual special. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Oh Hello with what's the other guy's name? You did not Nick Kroll. You did Nick not Kroll. like that. No. Was, yeah. That was I I watched it three it. times. I'm so happy. They, they did a podcast together. I I listened to every episode through That's twice. So that was so bad. It was so bad. <laughs> I like John Mulaney. So Nick Kroll can get on my nerves a little bit. But That's right. John I like John Mulaney, but that was terrible. That was terrible john mulaney was also one of the best uh live stand-up shows i've been to i saw him at the taft theater years ago and was really really good um he had a big he had a big long chunk about willy wonka some holes in that okay. movie and stuff yeah. it was really funny uh my favorite movie but he does a joke about uh when i was young i greatly over uh was overly scared of quicksand. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really thought quicksand was going to be something. Oh, that might have been on that last. Special. I think it was. Okay, I think it was. It was on the same special okay, as the draw. I'm pretty sure it was. So apparently, this because he was just on uh, a podcast I listened to uh, the other day, and this sounds like he talks a lot more about the drug stuff and his experience with that and all the stuff that's been going on in his life. So I'm hoping it's it doesn't turn out to be like, and I'll tell you what, nah. you thought Oh Hello was bad. <clears throat> Not that it was really bad, but he did this like sort of like variety show or something a while ago on Netflix too. And he, he worked with like, he had kids on it and they did songs and stuff. I think you wouldn't like that because I didn't love it. And I was mm. like biased to toward liking it because yeah, it's John Mulaney. So anyway, uh, hopefully this goes, gets back to mostly pure stand up, and you know he's going to talk about his his experience with all the rehab stuff and everything. It's called Baby J. John Mulaney on Netflix uh, just came out. Very excited. excited. I'm I'm excited about this. I I don't not like John Mulaney. I like John Mulaney. I think he's really funny. Uh, his joke telling is a little different than almost anybody right now. Like his over the topness. Mm-hmm. Is that the right way to say it is I don't know if it's over the top, but just the way he delivers jokes is different than anybody else. His, his the way it comes out mm-hmm. is different. Anyway, I do like John Lane. Um, now I have to say what our Mount Rushmore is going to be. Yeah. Adam, I've been thinking about this for years now. Okay. Adam, it is Adam, right? It's Adam. Okay. Yeah. You're pronouncing uh, that correct. Thank you. Uh, I had to try one time. Uh, my dad does that to me now. Just so you know, yeah, dad will be talking to me and go, Chris, hey, Chris, 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 right? Chris. It is Chris, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does that. He 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 thought that was really good. Um, that being said, as I turn around and I look around the room, I've been thinking about this for years, and I think what we're gonna do for a Mount Rushmore is Mount Rushmore of female names <laughs> okay 
Wow. That was that's rough. I wasn't I was, <laughs> rough not what I was expecting. No, that's not what I was expecting either. But female names. That's, that's tough. Now how now we got to talk about this now because like my two girls, both of their names are uh 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 can be used for either sex. I have a Carter and a Finley. Yeah. There are many Carter boys, many Carter girls, many Finley boys, many Finley girls. Yeah. Uh, so this may be bad. This may not work. Uh, how about this? Let's change it. I'm going to stay with names, but I'm going to change it. Okay. Uh, Mount Rushmore of uh, your favorite names of professional athletes. Like Coco Crisp. Okay. So, I mean, but not nicknames. Does it have to be their no, real name? I want whatever's on their card. Whatever's on their baseball card. Okay. Right. I mean, you got, you know, Ozzy Smith. That's pretty basic, right? That wouldn't be on mine. Coco Crisp, maybe. Maybe that gets there. Okay. Milton Bradley. I say Milton Bradley. Great name. Yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. So let's go. Uh, professional just just professional athletes names i like it that's good that was right okay been thinking about that for years year now, huh? it's been a year it's okay. been officially a year and i've i've narrowed it down i was going between female names and professional sports names i think either one works and i think today we narrowed it down to what i want good at some point we're going to do a mount rushmore of your favorite month Maybe we've already done that. Have we done that? <laughs> As I say that, that might be something we've already yeah, done. Maybe we've done that. Yeah. Huh. All right. All right. So there you go. Uh, so John Mulaney, what's it called on Netflix? Baby J. Baby J. Baby J on Netflix. We've got the Mount Rushmore of professional athletes names. Uh, we'll have more NBA playoffs. Yep. Maybe we mix in some baseball. Oh, and by the way, before we go. Congratulations to Bobby Nightingale Jr. Yes. Uh, gets to go back to his hometown, Minnesota, where he started, uh, and he gets to be a beat writer in Minnesota. Happy for him there. Yep. Uh, Adam Baum is no longer the beat writer for the Reds. We have, or for the uh, Xavier Musketeers. We officially have zero beat writers left. So do you know, like, I think I heard that he was still going to be doing some writing covering Xavier. Oh, is he? Like he was going to do strictly stories or something like. I like that better because uh, remember he told us he had a story. Or was that Bobby who said they had kind of a, a big story coming up, but they didn't want to talk about it. I think that was Bobby. Bobby did. Yeah. 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 But Adams had had a few like that, too. Yeah. He's had some really cool big stories about guys that that graduated years and years ago football players all kinds of weird stuff that he's he's gotten into so yeah so yeah i i i'm pretty sure i saw that it, that it looked like he was going to be doing something else but also still doing some covering xavier just with like special interest stories that's cool okay yeah. but yeah uh we'll, hopefully we'll have bobby on at least one more time before he gets going. He said you've reached out to him. He wants to do it. Uh, uh, Bobby's been great to us. And and you know what? Who's to say we can't get Bobby on while he's in Minnesota. We can at least have him on again at the end of the season and say, give us, give us some stuff about covering the twins, 
how do you, you know, what's the differences and, and likes? hundred uh, percent. Ah, I want to you know. know what the food is like yeah. there compared to here. You know, what is the, I, I want to know a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm, I want to keep the relationship going. Bobby was great. He's been so good to us. He's so knowledgeable. He takes the, the silly questions right along with the, with the real question. Always does the Mount Rushmore with he us. Does the Mount Rushmore with us. He's, he's been great. Same with Adam. Uh, very happy for both of them. Uh, I'm also very upset with both of them. Yeah. (laughs) Shame on you. (laughs) That being said, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just wanted to throw that out there. Good. And, and, you know, I almost forgot, I meant to say this when we were talking about comedy, I went to David tell last weekend. Right. Oh, we got to talk about David tell. How was it? So the whole weekend was, was jam packed, jam packed. David Tell on Friday at the Funny Bone in Liberty Township, and I think it was the hardest I've ever laughed at a comedy show. I love that. It's yeah, I think it's the best. It's the best I I think I ever saw. Um, wow. Yeah, but you were expecting that too. That's the crazy part is you expected that to be. I was trying not to over expect, but you were. But you were talking about it on the on the podcast. I know, and he was. I I had. Uh, 10 minutes into him taking the stage i had tears pouring down my face i'm wiping my face and i feel drips of sweat coming off my hair (laughs) just from laughing it wasn't hot in the room no it was i was laughing so hard that guy was just i mean a thousand miles an hour Mm -hmm. and and so clever would do like a lot of crowd work, but like a lot of his crowd work is, um, you know, uh, something, that, <laughs> uh, you know, something about something, you know, some really funny joke with a punchline. Isn't that right? Sailor with, uh, you yeah. know, with a yeah. gr- grandma for a wife or something yeah. like, and yeah. points at a guy, yeah. you know, yeah. or just like yeah. some off the wall, crazy, really funny thing and and points at somebody and assigns that to that person that of that monogram or or you know looks at a person and says this guy looks like something and yeah and does it and he's right on the money i mean he was just so 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 good his his um feature the guy that was there was like a host this, this girl that hosted um and she wasn't too bad she had a couple pretty funny jokes uh, the, but the feature, the middle guy, was really funny too. Like this guy's gonna headline probably. Oh wow! In the not too distant future. I mean, he's really name. Funny. Do we have a name? Uh, I think it was Alex Price. I want to say. Okay. I think it was Alex Price. I forgot. I got to look him up. See if he's on social media. But he was. He's six nine, probably four hundred pounds. Oh boy. Yeah, that's a monster. He is, and he called him. He right away. He's like. He's like, uh, let's address this right away. I know I'm a monster. Um, <laughs> I mean, that guy was really funny. Um, and then Saturday, I always wonder guys like that. I always wonder guys like that. How long until they're six, nine, 220 pounds? Like you remember Mike and Molly. Do you remember the yeah. show? Mike and Molly, that dude weighs like, oh yeah. He loves bills. Punch. Billy Gardell. Yeah he, yeah, he, yeah. he weighs like two bills. Maybe. Yeah. He might be less than that. He's lost a like bunch of that, a lot of a lot of people are like that. Like it's just not if he yeah I mean if he gets big and starts making a lot of money and can hire a trainer and yeah that's stuff, the whole thing yeah yeah um 
So, I mean, that'd be great. Hopefully he would, but that guy was really funny. Um, and then Saturday night I went to Indianapolis and saw one of my favorite guys, Dan Soder. I was so excited about that too. After the show on Friday night though, after a tell was so good, I thought I, I, I have a bad feeling tomorrow night's going to be a little bit of a letdown just because you can't match David Tell. Yeah. And Dan Soder to me, I feel like Dan Soder could have an off night. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I feel like Dan Soder's great. I would, but but he could have an off night. Sure. Yep. Um, but he, he's did a, he have an off night? He's a naturally funny guy, but I've I've seen you know more than anything in the last few years. I've heard him on podcasts, you know, almost every day, and I I fell in love with that Dan Soder for sure. Now we've we did Son of a Gary. We did his last special one yep. here a few years ago or whatever. Um. I've seen his stand-up. I've, I see clips and stuff all the time too, and he's funny as a stand-up comedian. Sometimes his jokes are, you know, are aren't like hard hitting, like he is just off the top of his head. He's very good. Podcast. I get yeah. I, I mean, I don't I don't listen to podcasts, but that bonfire on Sirius Radio, that's yeah, the Comedy Central. Like he was really good at that. That was so fun. good. Yeah. Um, he did not disappoint. He was re- he was. It was better than I expected going in. That's awesome. Yeah. Good. And it, it, it he was so, so, so great so comedy good. weekend. Now, how was the baptism? Did you drop the baby? I did not. Did you hold the baby? I didn't hold. I didn't hold. You him. didn't do the holding. So a man, they trusted Amanda to do the holding. No. So Jen, oh. Jen and Doug held her the entire uh, you time. You just kind of stood behind them. I, the, I, I did get one pretty good role. So she was great until they had to, like most babies, yeah. they had to like, Dipper almost upside down yeah. so that the, the priest could dump three cold things yeah. of water on her. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Right. Yeah. And she, as soon as she got, you know, tipped over uh, a couple of seconds after that, especially as he starts bringing the water up, yeah. she starts crying. Uh, they all do. So as soon as he's done with that, Jen brings her back up. And I had the lady that was helping out the priest handed me a towel, but right before that, oh, big time, yeah, the so wipe off. Like, oh man, oh man, so you got I'm the wipe about off. it. I'm planning mm-hmm. how I'm gonna wipe my technique and everything. Brings her up. Did you go nose to dome, or did you go domed and nose? Uh, no, I went. Or did you go cross face? No, I just went like pat, top of the head pat. Oh, top of the head pat. Yeah, okay, top of the okay. head pat. Okay. Made sure nothing got down, dripped down into mm-hmm. the eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I even saw like a little drip going behind her ear. Caught it there because that was going to be a tickle. Yeah. That was going to yeah. be a tickle right. cry. Yep. Right. So I got, I got, I just, I just patted around the head. Nice. Right. As, as soon as she came up and I touched that thing to her head, stopped crying immediately. Man, look at you. It, I, I think it was more. Was that the Holy position. Spirit? Was that the Holy Spirit that I took it over? Holy, I think the Holy Spirit was working through me and through the towel. That's what I mean. To her head. Yeah. 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 So, you know, my favorite question is that those is, is when they say, uh, how does the question go? Tell me if this question came up. Uh, do you, do you, um, do you rescind, not rescind, what is it for the devil? Like, do you, do you, do you not like the devil basically? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, do you, re- do you reject Satan? Do you reject Satan? Yeah. Do you reject Satan? 
I mean, come on, do is this a real question? Like, if he if he brings weak stuff into the lane, yeah, I, I, I reject, reject him all day long. I'll throw that thing right back in and give him the Dikembe finger. <laughs> right? right, it's yeah, exactly yeah. right. Yeah, he's getting the Dikembe finger for sure, for sure, <laughs> for sure. As a matter of fact, you're supposed to say yes, and all I just went like that. <laughs> yeah, do not read. Yeah. <laughs> or I did my yeah I did my yes in Dikembe's accent. Yes, yes. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Uh, I just, that's my, that's the question that always gets me like, what? Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, reject Satan. Has anyone, has anyone ever said no? And then they go over it beforehand with you. They're like, Hey guys, so this is the question. And we're just going to say yes to this. We're going to say, yeah, I would. I, I feel like, I feel like the parents wouldn't have done a good job if they asked somebody to be the godparent. That doesn't reject Satan. Like it just yeah. that just doesn't that doesn't roll circles in my boat. Yeah, yeah. I I, uh, I said yes as I covered up my <laughs> my star tattoo or whatever that yeah, whatever, whatever that your anarchist is. not anarchy <laughs> the anarchy's no government was Satanist tattoo. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, yeah. But great weekend. I mean, some great great comedy. I was so happy I got to see those shows. Um. So yeah, I'm. I'm uh, that was good. Big time happy for you, brother. Yeah, thank you. Big time happy for you. Big time. Big time happy for you. Big time. I don't know why that is, but <laughs> uh all right. There it is. I'm glad because I totally forgot about that whole part. I'm glad you you stopped us and, and got too. us going because the David Tell thing is he's good, dude. David I, Tell's good. I realize that's the third time I've seen him. You person. were saying you've seen him in person before. The funniest time for sure. Wow. I mean, he was funny the other times. But man, well, you were looking forward to this because of how funny he's been in the past yes. in person. And he was uh, just incredible. And then it was funny. I was I was watching another podcast today and they were talking about David Tell. Two comedians were talking about David Tell. In fact, it was Greg Fitzsimmons and he had um, Zach Galifianakis on his podcast. And they were talking and David Tell came up and they they were talking. I think Greg Fitzsimmons said something like, um, it's it's like every comedian I know has said David Tell is the best live comedy show you can you can ever see. Yeah, I, I, he was he was that much. Zach Galifianakis, God, that's enough. That's I haven't seen him in a while, but I love that. Oh, Galifianakis, dude, his like when he does like interviews, people like some of those are some of the funniest things in the entire world. Oh yeah, it's between two ferns. Is that what it's called? Yeah, on, that's what it was called. On, between uh, two ferns. Funny or die, yeah. That's so good. Yeah. That's so good. He does one with uh Jennifer Lawrence. Is that the girl from To Kill a Mockingbird? To Kill a Mockingbird? Not to Kill a Mockingbird. She was the mocking Jay. Mockingbird, Mocking Jay. What was that called? Hunger Games. Sorry. Oh uh, Jennifer. Lawrence I never saw Hunger it, Games. But yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, She's hilarious in that interview. If you get a chance to see Jennifer Lawrence, Zach Galifianakis interview hilarious she's amazing uh, it's obviously all written out I, yeah i've seen them all he's so good yeah there are a lot of really good ones the, she's so mean to him <laughs> so good so yeah. good the ben stiller one is really i've never too. seen the ben stiller one. Oh, i saw a little clip of it once but i've never i haven't seen it. that's good um i still have never seen the clown 
show that he did. Baskets. Yeah, I've never seen that. I heard that's really great too. Every episode. I heard that's awesome too. It was it was funny. It was weird, but it was well. Yeah, I mean, he's weird. His comedy is weird. (laughs) Everything about everything he does is weird. Like it's hard to get. Like there are people that aren't gonna get him. Yeah, you just have to understand that everything he's doing is uh, awkward. I don't know. There's more to it than that. Mm -hmm. I think he's I think he used the word absurdist today, like talking about his old stand up comedy. And that's that's probably a pretty that's good, good yeah. word for his comedy. I'd be interested to see him uh, what his newest comedy would be like. He's been doing Does he even do it. Does he even do stand up anymore? He wasn't doing it at all during the pandemic. I think just in the last few months, three or four months, I think he started going back to L.A., because it during the pandemic he lived he they moved to Canada with his he moved to Canada with his family. That's where he's um, from. He's right? from North Carolina originally. Oh, I thought he was from Canada. And then no, he uh no, that's just every other person in comedy. Well, yeah. That's <laughs> the truth. You're either Jewish from New York or you're from Canada. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but yeah, but he I think he went back. He's going to up at like Largo and stuff. He's doing shows there. Okay. I've, I've seen him uh he did something with Rory Scovel recently and He's, I've seen pictures with him. He's done stuff with David Spade and stuff like that, too. But anyway. Nice. So he's just getting back into it, which is exciting for me. I love it. I absolutely love it. All right. Well, whew, if I can not yawn because it's getting late, I, I apologize mean, for that because uh, I got to start late because baseball today. Um, happy you got the win. Me, too. Me, too, because in the beginning, I wasn't sure it was going to happen. Uh, not a hitting night. I think I already said that. Right. That being said. Baby J, John Mulaney, Mount Rushmore of professional athlete names. We've got NBA playoffs. Maybe mix some baseball in. Until next week, don't forget to turn your headlights on.